Okay, now what's going on? Welcome back to the Gentlemen and Gangsters podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Lewis. <clears throat> and um, before I get into the conversation for today, I would like to uh, shout out, I hope I'm saying his name right, Cregan Dow, co-founder of Poker Bowl. Uh, for those that don't know, Poker Bowl is a ashtray slash pipe cleaner for all my uh pipe smokers that you know partake in um marijuana. They smoke marijuana out of pipes and bones and shit like that. But it's mostly a pipe cleaner. So it's an ashtray slash pipe cleaner that will literally help you get your pipes clean as a whistle. So, it's on Amazon right now. They got some good deals. I checked them out. I checked out a couple of their videos, and it looked like a nice product. So, if you're a pipe smoker, you partake in smoking weed out of pipes, please check out Poker Bowl on Amazon and buy one of their ashtray slash pipe cleaners. Okay. So, I realized something over the past couple of weeks. Is that talking about men and women and the problems that men have with women and the problem women have with men? That's a very, very tiresome job because I got to constantly find articles, find videos, you know, take take what I can from other people's podcasts and then put my spin on. I'm like, that's a very tiresome job because it's the same talking points over and over and over again. It's like, bruh, change the fucking record. And the only reason I say change the record is because when I was growing up, I heard plenty of women, plenty of women, bitch, moan, complain about niggas. Bitch, moan, complain about niggas. Niggas ain't shit. Niggas this. Niggas that. Always a fucking complaint. Always a fucking complaint. Then I fast forward to, um, I want to say it was around 2000, maybe 2018, 19. It was one, either 2018, 2019, when my brother that stay in Sacramento put me on the Angry Man. And Angry Man is my favorite content creator on YouTube. He, that man, he he. Some people might not like him. I fuck with bruh. He might wear his emotions on his sleeve too much sometimes, but hey, overall, his topics be on point. His he he has a great playlist. Every time I turn on to his show, he's about his business. So from Anger Man, I went to other pod, I went to other channels, listening to 
the same shit over and over and over again. So I myself, I dabble, I put out some videos, I put out some podcasts over Anchor and all that type of shit. And I get to telling my wife, it's like, how can a man talk so bad about women every day? That's why I be so sporadic with my podcast. That's why I be so sporadic in a lot of things that I do when it comes down to relationships. Is because there's no clear-cut solution to solve the problems men and women have. So, I was listening to Bernard Riley yesterday. And I, I fuck with Bernard Riley's show. You know what I'm saying? I do listen to him. Sometimes his topics be on point. Sometimes I be like, ah, okay. Then whoever he be having on his panel, sometimes I be like, man, those ones couldn't, you know, nigga, you sound like a fucking idiot on some shit you say. So the topic of his show he had yesterday was... No, some had to deal with women coming back to the table for negotiations. And I said, oh, okay, that that sounds like something that I might want to listen, you know. So I'm listening to it and listening to it. And it's the same rhetoric over and over again. Men speaking on what why women coming back to the table. And I'm sitting here like, bruh, when are we going to realize that we're never going to get traditional women again? I'm going to repeat that for all the motherfuckers in the back. We are no longer getting any quote unquote traditional women going forward. Them days are over. They're finished. They're gone. They are part of the past. And I've been reading books lately and shit like they're trying to prove me. I'm trying to grow in all different aspects of my life emotionally, mentally, financially. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to better myself in the way possible. So I've been reading this book called The War of Art. I can't remember the author name right now. But it came out in 2002. And I just recently picked it up um, a couple of days ago. And I've been reading it. And I'm going into part three. He got a road. He ain't got chapters. He got parts. And part one was recognizing your enemy. And part one was basically saying resistance is your enemy. It's a quote from, um, I can't remember who the quote was from, but before you, I started reading the whole part, the quote said the enemy is a good teacher. You know what I'm saying? So I'm reading, and it's just talking about resistance. Resistance comes in several shapes, forms, and fashions. And resistance don't do nothing but stop you from doing your fucking work. Whatever you, 
you know, whatever you want to do, resistance is the main reason why you won't do it. You resisting work, you resisting your calling, you resisting being great. You know what I'm saying? So I'm reading this whole first part and it come across to resistance and the fundamentalists. And I'm reading this part and it's a part stuck out about the fundamentalists. The fundamentalists are stuck in traditions. And a light popped on in my head. And I was like, oh, this is what's wrong with men. This is what's wrong with a lot of men that be on YouTube, be in Instagram, TikTok, all these men talking points of how women are supposed to be. I said, oh, this is the problem. They're stuck in ways of the past. So when I read that part, I like, and this is what women are on. They are on modern time. I said, so that's what the main problem is, is the resistance from both the men and the women. Now, I'm going to come hard on the men first because I don't give a fuck. Love me or leave me the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm 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 tired of trying to. I'm tired of trying to cultivate my talking points, my podcast, my conversations to fit one special set of individuals. that act like pussies. I refuse to sit up here and constantly try to bash women, try to find faults in women. All day, every day, just to make men feel good about themselves, bruh. I'm a 43-year-old man, been dealing with women since I was the age of 12, bruh. This shit that women do ain't nothing new about this shit, bruh. I done said this shit so many fucking times. Ain't nothing new about this shit. This shit been going on since I was born and before then. This shit ain't nothing new. If y'all say... Feminism been around for 70 years. That means it's niggas that 71, 72 years old that didn't have to experience this shit. I'm just being honest, bro. We, you say feminism been going on since the 50s and the 60s. That's a good half of a fucking century that we've been dealing with women acting the way they've been acting, bro. And you expect for them to change and go back to June Cleaver? You expect for them to get to where they at now just to go back to where they was? Just to make you feel like you King Dingaling. Just for you to feel like you're the man in your position. You want a woman to go backwards just so you can feel like you on top. How? How? If that was the case, all them years that black people fought to be heard, to be seen, to be in the same positions as white people, we went through them same struggles as a people to get where we wanted to get at. We wanted to get in them doors. We wanted to be in them buildings, be in them spaces and shit like that. We fought 
to get heard, to get seen. We fought. Now, when women came along and said they want to be heard, they wanted some shit for themselves. White women, black women, whatever woman in America 50, 60, 70 years ago, when they said they want to be heard, they want to have a voice, they want to be able to say this, that, and the third, they want to be in certain spaces, they want to make certain amounts of money and shit like that. All the men said, y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. That goes against tradition. That goes against what our forefathers put forth on this fucking country. That's crazy for y'all to think like that. And I say, if black people would have stopped doing what they were doing, we'd still be fucked up right now. We fucked up now. We still in slavery. It's just a different form of slavery. But we still in slavery. We not be we might not be on somebody um plantation picking cotton and doing this, that, and the third, but you in slavery. Some we we that like like what what I used to do a lot of times was like we still hoes to somebody. Everybody ain't no fucking pimp. We hoes to somebody. And it don't even matter your color, you still a hoe to somebody. You still get used by somebody. You still get exploited by somebody. Your job, the government, even men and women. You get exploited by somebody. You a hold of somebody. You a pimp to somebody and you a hold of somebody. Know your place and know all this right there. Know that. But men got to understand, bro, we're not going back to traditional ways. So kill that noise. This is not me taking up for women in any shape, form, or fashion. It's just me knowing that, bro, we're not going back. We're not going back. There's no way for them to quit. To work. There's no way for women of any race to sit there and say, I'm going back. That's like when we were slaves and they freed the slaves. And then they want the slave to come back. Once you got freed, you're not going back to how things used to be. It's a new time. And men refuse to adapt to the change. They scared of the change. They've been scared since the first woman did anything significant. They've been scared because men have always created. Men have always built. Men have always did that in the, did this, that, and the third. And the first time any woman ever created anything that was worth anything to anybody was the first time a man got scared. The first time the man got scared when the first woman created something that was had some value to somebody outside of her pussy. That's when men got scared. I 
I don't give a fuck who come for me, say I'm wrong, say I'm I'm gynocratic raised and all that type of shit. Yes, I was raised by women and proud of it. And it's the same women I was raised by that told me women ain't shit. But I have to be honest. I can't sit here and talk bad about women all day, every day without acknowledging that we're in a different time. The way you want shit to be is not going to happen no more. You have to adjust. You have to adjust and move forward. One of my favorite lines on how to be a player was when Bill Bellamy was talking about the giraffes and how they had to adjust to eating from higher up in the tree. They had to adjust. It's evolution. Evolution. Either you going to adapt to what's going on or you're going to fall off. And a lot of men have not adapted to what's going on and they're falling to the wayside complaining about why they can't get the woman of their dreams. Why they can't get this badass bitch to be submissive to her, to him. Why they can't get a motherfucker to go in the kitchen and make them a five course meal. Why they can't get sex through three times a night Seven nights a week. All these complaints over and over and over again because we living in a modern society and you don't want to change. You want to stay stuck in the past. You want to stay stuck in the past. Now, now just because I sit here and got smoke for niggas. I got smoke for females too. And the reason I got smoke female is because of this. Y'all asked for this society. Y'all went to bat to get society to ride on the side of women. Y'all asked for this. Fought tooth and nail for this. You got what you wanted. The problem I have with women these days is this right here. You still have the same complaints that I heard when I was a little boy. So, all this shit really tell me from both the men's side of the table and the women's side of the table is this. Y'all never wanted shit to change. Period. Men never wanted shit to change. You hear that in their conversation. Women only wanted shit to change so they could feel some type of way about their self, but they really didn't want to leave. They really didn't want the man to run out. They still wanted to be up under some man's protection, some man's provisions, some man's guidance. It was just that they were told you could do anything a man can do and probably better.
That's something I tell my wife lately. When she do little shit, when she come home, she talking about what happened at her job and how she reacted to certain situations. I tell her, I said, did you, was you told to act like that or did you choose to act like that? And she said, I, I chose to act like that. And I'm like, well, well, why? And see, when I ask her why she chose the route she chose, she can't never answer that question. And I come back and said, if you would have chose what, the route you chose, the feelings you felt, and the route you chose to feel that way, I said, if you would have changed route and felt a different type of way, guess what? That situation still happened. You reacted to that situation the way you wanted to. It wasn't because somebody told you to act that way. You chose to act that way. So again, going back to the women. Society told you. Society told you that you could do anything a man could do and possibly better. Society told you you were the more dominant gender. Society tells you all type of shit. But you choose. You choose to act like you bigger and better than any man of any race. You choosing that. You choosing a lot of these problems. Then nobody tell you to fuck with the nothing ass nigga. You choose to fuck with the nothing-ass nigga. Didn't nobody tell you have babies out of wedlock? You're choosing to have babies out of wedlock. Didn't nobody tell you to be fucked up in the world? You're choosing to be fucked up in the world. All because the government then told you, I fuck with you if you get rid of your men. And we always talking about black women, but white women be on white women are more government assistance than black women. White women are more get more food stamps than black women. You know what I'm saying? Society has told y'all to act this way. In order to get any dominance over your male counterpart, society have told you to act this way. Because if you made the choice, if you really sat down and made the right choice, we wouldn't have a lot of babies out of wedlock. We wouldn't have a lot of women trying to run the show in their relationships. We wouldn't have a lot of women trying to throw their weight around because they make a dollar more than a man. We wouldn't have that if society didn't tell y'all to act like that. Because common sense is telling your ass not to act like that, but it's too late for you to change and pivot. It's too late for you to go back to trying to be feminine. Trying to be up under man's leadership, under man's guidance, under man's protection. It's too late. And once you get ahead in life to where you feel like life is a peach and I can't do no wrong. You come across this little rough patch 
It might happen in your third. It might happen in your fourth. It might happen in your fifth. But whenever it happens, some niggas like to call it the wall. That the rough patch in your life where things don't go the way it was going. And shit start going downhill. All that big bad ass decision making you made to say I'm the shit, I'm better than any nigga. When that shit start going downhill and shit get more and more drastic, more bills, hospital bills, jobs laying you off, jobs ain't paying you what you want, lights get cut off, cable get cut off, phone get cut off, rent late. All that big, bad, I'm strong, independent, get to deteriorating. Get to getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And the smaller it get, the more your femininity start coming back out. Because now you need some nigga to come in to help you catch up on the rent. Now you need a nigga to come in to put some groceries in your fucking house. Now you need a nigga to come in to help get your car fixed. Now you need a nigga to come in and pay that light bill, that cable bill. Now you need that nigga to come in to buy you some clothes that you can't afford no more. Take you on nice trips that you can't afford no more. Take you to nice restaurants that you can't afford no more. Oh, now you need that man. Now you want that nigga, that traditional old school man to come back in and give you the provisions. The resources, the protection, because your little runner being big bad ass Beth is starting to dwindle. And now we see women talking about their soft error. They want to be a soft girl. They're tired of being a hard girl and all that type of shit. Did nobody tell you to choose that? Society told you to do that shit and you could have made the decision not to fall for the trap. But y'all been falling for that trap for decades. And that shit starting to catch up to your motherfucking ass. And now you want to go back to the negotiating table and say, you know what? We were foolish to believe that we could do all this shit on our own. We need y'all. And that what the Roger head said. I see you black kings. I see you black men. We need y'all. Y'all knew y'all needed niggas before y'all even went on y'all little trick. Before you start doing all this dumb ass shit y'all doing, y'all knew y'all needed niggas anyway. But you had to prove to society that they were right. That I don't need no man. You had to prove to the government that they were right. I don't need no man. I don't need nothing from a man. But some dick when I want it. I can handle these bills. I can handle this car. I can take me to nice places. I can go to nice restaurants. I can go on these trips and shit like that. I can I can I can work this job living these high ass high high house notes. Had car notes, had light bills, cable bills, phone bills, all that type of shit, and still get the best wig. 
Still get the most expensive wig. Still get the most expensive makeup. Still get the most expensive lashes. Still get the most expensive clothes. Still get the most expensive shoes. Still get the most expensive accessories. I still can do all that without a man. That was society told you you could do. But like I said, common sense told you you stupid because the truth of the matter is you don't want to pay for no car note. You don't want to pay rent or mortgage. You don't want to pay bills. You want to shop. You want to look good. Now you have to make a decision, especially now we're in a recession. Now you got to make a decision if you still got your job. Because from what I see, black women are the most evicted people in America right now. Because they have to make a decision on, do I take care of my house or do I take care of how I look? Because the way you look is your value. How much you make don't make shit to a nigga. We don't care. How you look is what niggas care about. But you have to be tough ass to say, I can look good and maintain these bills without your assistance. And now it's starting to eat you in the ass. And now you want to come back to the table and say, let's talk about it. Let's negotiate. What do you want from us, black men? That'll get you to stay with us. And the funny thing about it is. Black men gonna go right back to what they've been going to. Since I've been listening to the Manosphere. Since I've been listening to these content creators on YouTube. We want traditional women. The women at the table are going to say, we can't go back. So, now we're at the table. We're at the table. We have to come to some type of compromise if we're at the table. Because what's the purpose of you coming back to the table if you're not? You want something. So, what do you want? If you say you're not going back to traditional ways, a lot of niggas walking away from the table because that's what they want. So we have to do a compromise somehow, some way in order for black men and black women to be together. Now, me personally, I don't give a fuck who the fuck you fuck with. I really don't care. You want to, you want, you a black man, you want to fuck with black women, white women, oriental women, Hispanic women, trans women, 